You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Whether you're a dad who wants to add more tools to your fathering toolbox or a daughter who wants to connect with her dad, or even a mom who wants to support your daughter's relationship with her father, you're invited to join the conversation today. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Hello and welcome back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, and I welcome you again today to this conversation, especially if you're a dad who's ready to add more tools to your fathering toolbox. Well, you know the grid I use every week, which is simply on your mark, get set, go. So dad, I want you to envision yourself standing side by side other dads who are getting ready to run their fathering race this week. And I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on and saying on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Going to fill that in with stories and stats. And then go is always your practical action step so that you can put your love for your daughters and your sons into action this week. Well, today on the program, I have a friend of mine joining me as my guest coach, and her name is Billy Jouse. Billy and I met a few months ago at a weekend leadership retreat for women, and it's such a joy for me to have her joining me here today. She's a speaker, an author, and the host of the Family Room podcast, where she has created a safe place to talk about faith, family, and friendship. She's married to a professional baseball coach named David. They've been married 35 years, and in his 30-plus year career in professional baseball, he has also been with six major league baseball teams and is currently with the New York Mets. You may have heard of them which means that she's lived in 15 cities, eight states, and three countries. Okay, drum roll. She's raised three sons while doing all of this who are now thriving adults. Well, today we're going to be talking about Billy's newest book, Distraction Detox. Okay, listen to the subtitle, Release Emotional Barriers, Restructure Priorities, and Realize God's Best. Isn't that awesome? Well, I want you as dads to hear from her, primarily because her audience is women. This means she's going to give you some insights into the places where your daughters are at because she's got a finger on the pulse of what women are struggling with while they're trying to keep it all together and do their best but don't know how to achieve it. She will help you better understand your daughter, and you'll be wiser for it. Welcome, Billy Jouse. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I am going to back up for a second because in baseball, things change quickly. Okay. My husband's now with the Washington Nationals. But oh, yeah. Since when? Well, yeah, a little oh, bit. This but just, not, yeah, oh, my like, goodness. Yeah, this season. So we are, baseball changes so much, and the dads listening will understand this. Baseball yes. changes quickly. So just a little correction oh, because I'm I don't. I did. don't want the Washington Nationals somebody to go, oh my God, Billy Jouse is saying <laughs> her husband's not with us. So, no. Got it. I'm yeah. glad you no, updated that. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, today for On Your Mark, the title I've given this is a take on her book. We're calling this Directing Your Daughter to Do a Distraction Detox. How's that for a bunch of D's? <laughs> so for Get Set, Billy, I just want to start by telling you I love that title. First of all, and with a title like that, I'm guessing this was a book you wrote first to yourself. 
So give us the backstory to yeah. the story. Yeah, I never write a book that I haven't lived through. And, and I knew that yes. about you. And so my first book was Making Room, Doing Less So God Could Do More. So we did the inter- the external distractions. And I had detoxed from all the external distractions, got a, a good hold on my calendar and my social media time and things like that and really pausing. And there was still something missing. And mm. I started digging into what is holding me back from stepping into what God is calling me to do, into God's best rather than what I think yeah. I should do. Because mm-hmm. what I think I should do are the external distractions. You're but what's right. holding me back from really stepping out in faith? And that's where I realized that it was my thoughts. And I went into this time of, I'm a list maker. I don't know how many me of y'all too. are list makers. Me too. I started listing every thought I had that was negative. And it takes some discipline and some time. And in that, I took about a week to two weeks and uh-huh. I listed what I was thinking about. What was I thinking about? And I listed it all down. And when I went back and read it after those two weeks, I realized mm-hmm. I am my biggest bully. Your biggest bully. I've never thought of it that way. No one on earth speaks to me the way I speak to myself. And I, oh, God forbid, I would ever say the words to other people that I say to myself. Girl, I feel you. I hear you. And so that's where I'm like, okay, Lord, Mm -hmm. if this is the way I'm thinking, I know that you teach me not to do it that way. So let's go on a journey. You know what? I just want to stop here for a second, Billy, and say, Dad, that might be your go step to have your daughter. You can do it with her. But to make a list of the negative thoughts in her head, I guarantee that it will be probably more caustic and negative and critical than you would have imagined is in your daughter's head. What would you think of a dad doing that with his daughter, I think it's great. And I think the thing is when doing it side by side, I raised three sons. We've been in pro ball for professional baseball for 36 years, over 36 years now. My husband, I am surrounded by men. I know we think differently, but when you start working together and you realize what each other are thinking and being vulnerable and transparent, you know, if dads sat down with their daughters and go, okay, I got a challenge for you. I want you to list 10 things that you're thinking about that's negative. I'm going to list 10 things that I'm thinking about negative. Let's see how different those are. Or similar, if or, there's overlap. And that's what I was getting right? ready to say. Yes. It's amazing how similar, because actually my middle son is a mental conditioning coach, sports psychologist with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And he reads, writes, he speaks Spanish fluently, so he oversees the Latin American population, also works with all the teams, big okay. leagues down. And he, the one thing he works on the most, and I ask him for help in this book, he works on negative thinking. Mm-hmm. Their negative thinking is what keeps them from being able to hit the ball consistently, Mm -hmm. being able to pitch the ball well, being able to do media, being able to deal with the umpires, Mm -hmm. deal with the coaching staff, the coaches dealing with players, all of that comes Mm -hmm. into maybe a little different than what we as females think, but they are so much alike. Oh, that's really profound. You know, that even reminds me to ask you, how much have you had conversations with your husband and sons around this whole idea? Yeah, so when I first started going through it, I'm like, this is just me and Jesus. We're going to work on this. We're (laughs) going to get down and dirty. We're going to, you know, get it done. Yeah. And little by little, I started opening up to my husband because the first thing was, I can't believe I'm thinking this about myself. And I just said, do you think anything, any of these things about me? And I'm a failure as a mom, I'm a failure as a wife, I'm not a good wife, I'm, uh, you know, I can't believe God can love me when I just, you know, had a 
you know, we had an argument or whatever it may be. Right. There were all these things that I would say to myself. And my husband's like, no, gosh, no. I would never think that about you. No, Isn't I don't something? think that about you. And and over time, working through the book, and when I was working through the book, I went to my middle son because he's a sports psychology. You know, he's, yeah. he's got a sports psychology master's. And so I went to him and I'm like, Charlie, tell me what this looks like in your realm. Like, is this... Do, you know, do I need more help than I thought I needed? And I <laughs> right. want to say that right now. If you feel like you or your daughters need professional counseling, yes, go for it. Because some of these things that you dig up, when I went through it at first, I didn't go as deep as I should have. So if you go deep to one that you can't take care of uh-huh. on your own with yeah. working through these steps, this process in this book, go to a counselor because it can help you. As I went through this and some traumatic things that happened in our family. I lost a brother and sister-in-law to a house fire. My brother died. My mom died all within a year and a half. I had needed counseling and I went to a counselor and she and I worked through basically my book, but at a deeper level with some more professional tools. I love that because that's again where I live. 27 years in private practice. I'm so honored that I'm invited into those what I call sacred places where people hurt and are real and to invite someone in that space with you already is part of, I believe, what the healing process is like. I always say we hurt within the context of relationship and we heal within yeah. the context of a relationship. It's very good. So inviting someone into that space yeah. is is such a powerful, vulnerable place to be. But again, it ties to James 5, mm-hmm. 16 in, in that passage yeah. that says, if we confess or speak out our sin one to another, yeah. we'll be healed. And I believe it's also the sin someone else has done to us. Yes. That when we give that a voice yeah. and have a safe witness to our pain, yeah. Doesn't it do something? So thank you for sharing yeah. that, Billy. Because it's you're so not important. just saying, I'm writing nope. about a process. I'm oh, being no. vulnerable oh, about no. how I got from here to yeah. here. And that's in the book. I go through a five-step process, the detox. D is determine the distractions. E is evaluate Okay, but distra- go slower. Okay, so D, D is determine the emo- emotional distractions. The emotional, determine the emotional distractions. And I call them emotional toxins. Because if this negative thinking we're having takes us to a place that God never intended us to be. Yes. That's a toxin. That's a poison in our system. You know what? I knew you used the word emotional toxin, and I was going to ask you to define that term, because even being in the field, psychology, I've not heard it worded that way, and I thought, Dad, think of it. You know, we can care about toxins in the environment and toxins in our water and this, that, and the other. But are we thinking about what is destructive on the inside that we're taking in? And I even want to say one other thing is when I heard the title of your book, Billy, Distraction Detox, I thought it had to do with getting rid of technology. Oh, yeah. Let's like, get rid do of people our phones. Think that? We'll be safe. Yeah, we're talking about yeah. where am I distracted with technology? Yeah. The external you distractions. A, you yeah. have a fun twist on that to yeah. go, no, no, no. It's what's going on on the inside, right? Yeah. That is taking me off course of what God has made me to be and called Absolutely. me to be. And so those emotional toxins, what would you tell dads right there with the D is a way that they could help their daughters yeah. tune into their emotional toxins. We're going to go back to that. Let's make a list. Okay. Me and you. Like okay. that vulnerability yes. of a dad, because I, you know, as a dad, most dads want to be strong and, and get it done and, and make it better. And sometimes I think it's, so much better when a dad takes a step back and goes, okay, share your heart with me. I'm going to share my heart with you. You don't have to tell him everything. You don't have to. But if you say, you know, sometimes I really doubt that God can use me as a dad. If you say that to your daughter, daughter's like, 
oh, wow, dad thinks that too. How can we get, how can yes. I support him in that? How can we go through this together? Yeah. So you're putting your place, your, yourself in a place of that transparency and some vulnerability that your daughter is like, oh, that speaks to my heart. Because, you know, I feel like that's what daughters want from their dads. They want exactly. their dads to say, here's my heart. I want you to, ha- I want you to help me with it. Mm-hmm. And so if we go to that determining the internal distractions, the emotional toxins, making a list, and then yes. we move into evaluating. Okay, the there's e the e. in detox. Evaluate the emotional toxin. How does it make you feel? I want you to feel the feels because whatever we're holding on to is sort of like meatloaf. There's, we're getting some out of it. It's comfort yes. food, right? Yes. And even though we say emotional toxins are horrible, we still hold on to them like they're meatloaf. Like, that's my comfort food. I want to hold on like, to it. Like, give an example for so, a dad what that might look like. I'm going to go back to one that I did not figure out until I was on a podcast radio show. And I'm talking to the guy on the radio show, and he said to me, give me an example of an emotional toxin you're having. I'm like... I'm a bad mom. And so uh-huh. he started walking me through my steps of my book. <laughs> and when he got to evaluate the feeling, why do you think you're a bad mom? Immediately, an instance with my oldest son, when he was about 12 or 13, he had come to me with some pretty bad behavior of another friend. And as a mom, fear kicked in. Mm. And I started reacting in fear. I screamed him into a corner about how bad these kids are, how bad that that is just not godly. This is, and I wrapped it all in Christian Jesus paper. But there I screamed him in a corner, ah. and he had tears. And and so every time I think I'm a bad mom, I go, look what I did. Look yes. what I did to my kid. Yeah. Look what I did to my kid. Uh-huh. Well, as I'm walking through it with this guy, I I started writing things down. So after the show, I sat down and I prayed, and I really started working through those five. Steps going back to the original injury to the original original event, and so as I'm evaluating why I'm a bad mom, it was all wrapped around that time. And when I went into terminating the toxins, which is the T, say T again, terminate the terminate the toxins. When I went into terminating the toxins, that's when you take God's word to replace it with. You figure out you want to release that Mm -hmm. feeling of I'm a bad mom. So what else do I need to do? I need to go to my kid. And he's in his 30s now. So this has been a long time. I'm uh-huh. like, D, you know, I, I did this and I've been working through my book. And this is something I feel like I've really failed as, as a mom. He goes, I don't even know what you're talking about, mom. He goes, you know, anytime we had arguments, we always said we're sorry. And we always, you know, hugged each other and talked it out. So I didn't hold on to that. And you shouldn't either. And so cool that you took the initiative as a mom. Yeah. And dad, if, if you have God bring something to your mind yes. where you have injured your daughter, she may be holding on to it. She may yeah. not be, but go to her, yeah. talk it out, right? Speak it out. Or, Confess it to exactly. her. Or if she brings something up that you didn't think there was a big deal. This is something that in the time that we were talking together, my son said to me, yeah, the, that hurt me more than this. And I'm like, I didn't remember You'd forgotten that. that one. Yeah. And so yeah. he goes, well, that one hurt me more than this. And it wasn't like he mm-hmm. was throwing things at me. I mean, we've had our past where he would throw things at me, but yeah. this wasn't that conversation. Mm-hmm. It was more like, no, mom, that, that incident of this, he had a girlfriend that was an atheist at one time. And when she came to my house, I gave her a hot dog. She was an atheist vegan. I gave her a hot dog <laughs> and a Bible. So 
that hurt him more. And I'm like, no, no that you I, assassin. I thought it was. I can't imagine you dug <laughs> I thought deep. It was a joke. I was thought <laughs> right. it was funny. Right. Apparently, it was it not wasn't. funny. So I said, and in that moment that he said that hurt me more, I didn't realize it hurt him. I thought it was just, he was like mad, like, oh my God, mom, you're embarrassing me. But it hurt him more. And I said, had to say to him, oh, D, I am so sorry. I never meant and to hurt you. And how many years later was it that you had the conversation? I don't know. It was 17 when he had that girlfriend. He's in his 30s, okay, early there you 30s go. Now. So dad, Billy is saying yeah. it's never too late never to too go late. back. Never too and late. And really... And make I just amends, like, exactly. ask I'm like, I'm sorry. And yeah. he goes, well, no big deal. It's not yeah. like I'm holding it against you. But now that you're saying yeah. that you thought hurt me, I just want you to know that. So it was that time of yeah. I had to be vulnerable and saying, oh, gosh, that was bad. Without even though I didn't, Yeah, even though I didn't think it was that bad. And I still, still don't. don't. Okay. <laughs> sorry, yes. D, if you listen to this. But, you know, <laughs> it was sort of like, it, but yeah. because it hurt him. It hurt me. Exactly. Even though I didn't think it was that big a deal. It's not a but. I, I'm sorry I hurt you, but. I thought, no, 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 no. Let's stop before the but. Yeah. I'm sorry I hurt you. I'll, I'll try to never do that again. Yeah, there's no defensiveness, no, no. explaining, yep. no defending, nope. nothing. Just oh, yeah. tell me how I hurt you when yeah. you said that. Tell me more. Because yeah. exactly. sometimes they may say like, exactly. well, it hurt my feelings. Guys, that's not really no. telling you anything. No. How did I hurt your yeah. feelings? Yeah. What Tell were me the what words? message that gave you. It what may were have, the words? Yes, because what were the sometimes, words? you know, I'm from Eastern North Carolina. My vocabulary and, 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 and words are a little different and they're a little, yeah. you know, stronger at times. I have a very strong personality. So sometimes there are words I say that hurt my voice. And I need to know what those words are so I can, uh, so I can stay away from them. Yeah. So that well, goes into that terminating well, you know, the toxin. I heard this story, and it's a pastor friend of mine that said this guy in his congregation had a four-year-old daughter. And every night when he put her to bed, he would say, has daddy been sharp with you today? Yeah. And he used the word sharp, which I thought was kind of an interesting. I don't yeah. usually think of that word. But he was trying to keep things current. Now, I would say every night is maybe a bit much as your daughter grows up. Yeah. But you may even want to initiate at times doing a check-in just yeah. on that T, terminating. Yeah. Saying, is there anything I just need to clear up with you? Yeah. And she may take you up on it if yeah. you ask her. Well, yeah. We're going to take a quick break, Billy. And when we come back, we're going to get the O and the X. So we'll keep it going. We'll be right back with Billy Jouse. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So, to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. Welcome back. I'm here today with my friend Billy Jouse, author of Distraction Detox release emotional barriers, restructure priorities, and realize God's best. So you're giving us the D-E-T-O-X yes. way of processing and, and uh, really tuning into our internal world. Yeah. Review D-E-T. 
D is determine the emotional toxins, determine the distractions. What are those emotional toxins that are keeping you from where God truly desires you to be? Okay. E, E. evaluate the toxins. That's when you get into feeling the feels. What is it? Why are you holding on to it? What are are the lies that you're telling yourself about Mm -hmm. it that you keep holding on to it? Okay. And then we move into the T, terminate the toxins. How do we leave those toxins behind and move forward? Is that going to someone and asking for forgiveness? Mm -hmm. And it it definitely is taking that lie, that deception. And in the book, I go through a few Mm -hmm. examples, but those deceptions and replacing them with truth, with God's truth. So if there's a lie you're telling yourself, I'm not good enough. God tells you you are because you're made in his image. Yes. If you have, when I went through this, there were three main categories that kept coming up with me and with women that I was talking to about this when I put polls out online. And that was fear. And under fear, I also do like categorize comparison under fear. Because when you're comparing, you're really afraid that you're not good enough. You're afraid you're not going to size up. You're afraid no one's going to like you. You're afraid you, you know, so that's where I put fear. And then unbelief, doubt, Mm -hmm. doubting that God can use you, doubting that, you know, that what you have is enough. I'm not good enough. And then the last one is two together, but you can't have one without the other. And it's shame and guilt. Yeah, they do go Whatever together. shame and guilt you have, you really don't have shame unless you have guilt. You right. don't have guilt, guilt unless I you have shame. Guilt, I feel bad about what I do. Shame, I feel bad about who I am. Exactly. And they're bedfellows. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So in those three categories, when we go into terminating yes. them, I, in the book, I sort of put the deceptions under the cat, some of the categories yes. And, yes. and give a truth to replace it. You know, I just want to give dads just a practical way to yes. take what Billy said also is... I talk to you dads about messages on mirrors and how we look in the physical mirrors, right, in our homes and see a reflection back of every flaw. Mm -hmm. And I love how you said earlier, you know, you've gone to your husband, do you see, believe this about me? No. So as dads, you don't see the flaws the way your daughter does. But let's just say your daughter tells you, yeah, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough, right? I'm not this enough or that enough. And really I could do a whole talk on, I think it goes back to the fall and the enmity between the enemy's seed and a woman's seed. So this is all woven into the curse of Genesis (laughs) three. But really, if you as a dad hear your daughter tell you where she has a lie that's been embedded into her heart space, you could write a message on her mirror that counters that. Absolutely. With a dry erase marker or a sticky note. That's what you're beautiful in God's eyes. You're beautiful to me. I love you the way you are. Just scripture. scripture. Because when I talk about in the book, when I talk about terminating the toxins, we're replacing that lie with the truth, which is God's word. Which will set us free. Which will set us free. Galatians 5, 1, girl, Mm -hmm. do not carry on that yoke of slavery. The yoke of slavery may be, I'm not good enough. Your yoke of slavery may not be, may be, I'm not pretty enough. My life doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I don't matter. I can't make a difference. I'm not as important as someone else. Whatever those lies are, you can go back to a scripture and find a replacement Mm -hmm. scripture. And I have actually, I have sticky notes that are shaped in a heart. And I have some that look like a sunshine. Uh And I write the scripture on those and stick those around. I have a notebook in my purse that I carry around with scripture. So when, what we want to do in this process is as soon as that thought comes up. Yes. We want to not allow it to spiral into all the things that it could to take us farther and farther down and away from where God wants us to be. We want to replace it with a scripture immediately. Yes. So if we have that scripture in front of us, when we wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, I'm getting old. I've got wrinkles. Oh, my gosh. My eyes are puffy. I have that same one. <laughs> I look at my mirror and I have 
you know, I was made in the image of God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm fearfully made. and wonderfully made. Yeah. Whatever the scripture is that speaks to yes. your heart or their heart, I would encourage dads, if, you're, if your daughter's younger and she's got a, a, a backpack, put some little sticky notes in different places in her backpack. She has a book that she's oh, been I doing her that. homework in, and you know where she is in that. Put a little sticky there. It's a there. little surprise for her it's to a say, surprise. my dad is remembering what I told yep. him. And going to God for me. And he's battling for me. He's got my, my back. back with God. Oh, come on. You are speaking yeah. the language of men. You've raised yeah. three men. Oh, You're I live in the world of men. You live in the world of men. And yeah. men say, give me a battle to fight. And exactly. so dads, to hear what Billy is saying as she's interacting with women, and we're both saying, this is we relate to this as women like the absolutely the negative voices in our heads are so powerful and the truth of the word of god is a sword to pierce through those lies that the father of lies yeah wants to plan he's a counterfeit father and you as a dad then build a bridge to god as her father okay oh what's the o of detox O is outline a plan i am (laughs) i'm an eight on the enneagram i don't know if dads get that my husband i'm a warrior i'm a planner i'm an implementer like i am going to get i'm going to win this war you know it's funny you say your husband is because i feel like it is just this boldness it is and do i lack in confidence at times yeah but other people don't see that Right. That's going on in my but head. But it's there underneath. So, That's Dad, remember it. that. Even if your daughter is presenting as, yes. I'm okay, I'm, I'm fine, fine. I'm, I'm big and bold and confident. Yeah. But underneath, there could be some underlying things. So, in O, what we do is we outline a plan. What is it that we're going to do? Now that we've determined the toxin, we know what the toxin is. We've evaluated it. We may know where it came from. We may not. But we sort of know why we, and we usually do, why, why we hold on to it. Why uh-huh. is it that we keep uh-huh. saying this to ourselves? We terminate the toxin that's where you choose a scripture outlining the plan is what am I going to do when I first have that thought mm-hmm. so you have a strategy it's a strategy what am I going to do when I because if we're throwing darts at a wall we could hit millions of different little spots but when we put a bullseye up that's true we're trying to hit that middle target uh-huh. we want that bullseye right yeah so we want the bullseye. We want to know what that plan is. We are going to, when I have that thought, mm-hmm. and I say I'm a bad mom, nope, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the scripture that I'm going to replace yeah. that with, whatever that scripture may be, may be that, you know, really speaks into your heart. Mm-hmm. And it's different. You know how you see a scripture a hundred times and you're oh, like, oh, all yeah, the time. I know that scripture. And then you see it the hundred and first yeah. time and you're like, <gasps> bullseye. that spoke yeah. to me. Yes. That's what I want people to really dig into. Right. So outlining that plan is when I have that thought, what scripture am I going to and how many times am I going to say it over? Because if we have, you know, 10 compliments mm-hmm. and one criticism, um, yep. what do we focus on? Only the, the one. one criticism. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to multiply. I yeah. want you to multiply how many times you're putting that positive into your brain. When you put your daughter to bed, you said earlier, what there did dad go. say? Yes. Harsh. Why not say to your daughter, hey, what are some things daddy said to you today that, Really made you feel loved. Oh, I love the other side Opposite. of it. How did I bless Help you today? Help them focus yeah. on the positive, not dwell before in she the goes negative. to bed. Before she goes to and bed, and Dad, that might be your action step, your go step, is memorize a verse with your daughter. Yeah. Write it on a three by five card or a sticky a note sticky with note. a heart. Yeah, heart. And memorize it with her yeah. so that you're quoting it together out loud, declaring yeah. truth. You know, one other thing came to mind, Billy, on this whole idea of 
you know, kind of being in touch with your emotions. But dad, know that oftentimes when your daughter on a zero to 10 scale has a big response, it's eight, nine or 10. It's really easy to focus on that emotion or wrong response. But do you hear what Billy's saying is there's always something underneath, Mm -hmm. which the analogy I use is on the dashboard of your car. If that red light comes on, the light is a problem, right? But there's something going on under Mm -hmm. the hood in the wiring that if you don't pull over and take care of it, it's going to get worse. Mm -hmm. And so just know that oftentimes the way I say it to my clients, Billy, is the thing you think is the thing isn't the thing. And that's really what you're kind of talking about. That's what the evaluation of. Okay. What's the X? Okay. So the X is execute the plan because we can have a plan all day, but if we don't take that step of faith Mm -hmm. and execute it, it's never going to happen. I talk to people a lot about being a potato chip Christian, like (laughs) where you sit on the couch with that bag of chips and you eat the chips and you're like, okay, Lord, work in and through me. Okay, Jesus, do what you want to do, but you're not getting off the couch. You need to get off the couch. You need to get, and I'm not saying leave the chips behind, girl, team. You know, I'm like, dad, take that chip, bag of chips. Your, your daughter's going to love yeah, them. Like, yeah. take them with you. I love and that. And so the executing the plan is now that we have this in play, in play an mm-hmm. outline of a plan, you can't leave it behind and forget it and just look at it every now and then. This needs to be a focus where you're taking time to take one step at a time to Take this detox plan and execute it in your life where God's calling you. Oh, I love it. I mean, can you think of any other questions that you would encourage a dad to ask his daughter to begin a conversation around this theme of, of tuning into yeah. detoxing? I think it would be really hard for a dad just to show up to his daughter and go, tell me what you're thinking, you know, because I see my kids do that. My husband do that at times. It's like, I encourage guys because Mm -hmm. being in professional baseball, I'm around a lot of players, I'm around a lot of coaches. And sometimes they come to me for the mentor, mother mentor advice. Oh, that's cool. And it's sort of that place of guys, if it's your wife or your daughter, you need to pause. You need to pause. You need to take that time. You need to tell, tell them without words, without gifts, without anything, that you're important enough for me to sit in the quiet space with you mm. and take that time to build that quiet time with your daughter mm-hmm. and begin to ask them, how is it that you're feeling? What are you feeling? I heard this lady on the radio that's got this book talked about negative thinking. Tell me about yeah. What you're thinking. Yeah. Do you have negative thoughts? And not negative thoughts like, oh, I don't want to live anymore. I don't, I mean, that's important. Yes. But like, do you ever think you're not good enough or you fall to comparison? Because you may have a daughter that says, I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm I'm not thinking anything. I don't do that stuff. So maybe he could lead with, you you know, suggesting. What I call that is you give a menu. When you go into a restaurant, you don't just say, what do you want? You make it up. You start with a menu. Yeah. So you could say. Are you? I've got. I'm going to challenge you to, to, to write down ten or, yes, thoughts, and ten I'm going to write down ten thoughts, and let's get together and yeah. see how close our thoughts are yes. together. And that first time, she may start at a very topical level. Yeah. Do it again. Yeah. Talk about those, and then go. Okay. Yeah. Now let's go to the next ten. I love that. And keep going with her, and take that time yes. with her. You know what I would love to do here, as we're kind of getting ready to land the plane, is let's both be vulnerable yeah. with the men listening, and I'm going to share one of my 
I would say, negative thoughts that right? I've had even being here. We're both at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. You can probably yeah. hear the noise around <laughs> us. So there's lots of people of influence. There's lots yeah. of big names. Yeah. There's a lot right going on. Yep. And so for me, I, I have to tune in and say, what comes up for me is, is I'm not one of the cool kids at the yeah. big table. <laughs> you know. And at the end yeah. of the day, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to go to that because I don't want to step into competing. No. I'm just going to, and so today I just read my Bible this morning, yep. got so blessed out of the life of Solomon. And so for me, I did the very thing you're talking about is I regrounded yeah. and regrouped exactly. by getting in the word. Exactly. How about you? Anything this week come yeah, up for you? Yeah, you know, when I come to big things like this, I sit around and think, well, my message isn't that important. My mm. message isn't as important. And then I have to sit back and go, but if God gave me a message to share with out others. Out of my mess. <laughs> yeah, out of my mess. And if God gave me that message out of my mess, then I need to share it because I'm dishonoring to God. Yeah. No matter how important I think it is yeah. or unimportant I think it is, God has found importance in it. And if I don't obey him and step mm-hmm. out executing the plan that he's given me in this of stepping out that one step of faith in the direction because as we know there's no small thing that god dislikes exactly even in the smallest of obedience god blesses it with putting you where it is he desires you to be i love it okay so review the d-e-t-o-x just here at the end so dads have it clear go ahead determine the the emotional toxins evaluate how they make you feel and where they may have come from. Terminate the toxin where we go in and replace it with truth. Outline a plan and execute the plan. I love it. Okay, well, I always end with a go step. So can I ask you one final question, Billy? You ready for it? Absolutely. Okay. They could do today to direct their daughter to do a distraction detox. I'm going to go back to that pause with them. Sit with them in the quiet space. You know, with boys, I would get in the car and drive them because that was always a good thing. Mm -hmm. But Take your daughter out for ice cream. Yeah. Take her to a, a park. Have yeah. a picnic. Something that's out of the ordinary of what you normally do that surprises her that, yeah. wow, he wants to do that with me. Oh, I love he it. He wants to spend that time with me. He's going to take an hour of his day when he's usually so, so busy and has 20,000 mm. things going on to spend with me. Yeah. Make eye contact. Yeah. Pause with purpose. Pause with purpose. Oh, I love that. Well, On Your Mark today has been directing your daughter to do a distraction detox. I've been talking with my friend, Billy Joust. Where can people get a hold of you? BillyJoust.com. Spell it for them. B-I-L-L-I-E-J-A-U-S-S.com. You can get everything there. The books. Lots of resources. The podcast, all of that. Oh, I love it. Well, this wraps up another week's program. It's been so great to be here with you all. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go Dads. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. If you're looking for more resources to support the father-daughter relationship, or if you want to connect personally with Dr. Michelle, you can find all the information you need at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. And remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast anytime on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And while you're there, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast.
with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield.